The following is a look back at Kingston Music in 2020. The Kingston Live team wished to note that there was a lot of great music produced this year. And while we tried our best to give a good overview, we were not able to cover all of it. This is not an official ranking of any kind. This is just some of the great music that caught our attention this past year. For more great Kingston music, we invite you to check out the Kingston Live playlist on Spotify. This is Kingston Live, and in part two of our 2020 retrospective, Reed and Jackson reflect on a year of great Kingston music. And welcome back to the Kingston Live podcast. All right. Not Kingston Live on air for once. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing nice. I'm doing nice. Yeah? I'm living the dream. How about you, buddy? Uh, pretty much the same. Yeah, pretty much it's the good same. to see your face. We were just discussing I that. <laughs> I didn't even know well, you had we a beard. We only see our full face through a Zoom call. Yeah. Or whether, or through a, a glass window yeah. <laughs> in the studio. So. Yeah, Reed and I are the hosts of uh, the the radio spinoff show for Kingston Live <laughs> uh for for this for this podcast and uh we're having a great time doing it yeah we've had six or seven episodes at this point yeah we've had six episodes on amber style and radio mm-hmm. uh so we've been having a good time just sharing a lot of local artists that have been releasing stuff throughout the year and promoting all the musicians in the area so yeah yeah, and we want to thank uh, John and Rob and Riley and uh, Peter and everybody on the Kings Live team for having us on. And we get to be on this cool episode to talk about some of the highlights this year. Great opportunity. And we're so excited to be finally on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, we, we have a lot of fun on that show. And uh, we get to interview lots of artists that sometimes we miss on this bigger podcast, mm-hmm. which includes a bit more work and getting you know artists in the studio or over, over Zoom calls. And uh, yeah, we really enjoy you know that smaller... Uh, factor. Well, I think like in terms of like, as you're saying, like, like there's so, there's so many musicians in our area mm. that it's, you know, it, it becomes overwhelming, I think, to try to promote everybody for Absolutely. sure. And I think it's a great problem to have. Right. And it's the reason why Kings Alive is Kings Alive, because we recognize the fact that this is such a great music scene. feels like every week there's a new, new artist I hadn't heard of yet. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. Yeah. There's always somebody to discover. So first let's give a shout out to I mean, I think there's been a theme a lot with the podcast and a lot of the stuff that we've talked about in our shows. And just, I mean, every, every what everyone's talking about today, is, which is COVID-19. So I guess the big theme is we talk a lot about the musicians who are working extremely hard to put stuff out. I mean, like people have canceled their tours, canceled their studio albums, or just canceled whatever kind of event or uh, something that they had going on in their music endeavors. And now they've had to shift completely moving moving forward with their careers with the pandemic and we've seen a, a, a ton of resiliency in Definitely. a lot of these musicians um either creating new albums or just kind of uh, and doing more live streams just a huge shift so it's 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 inspiring to see it is and we want to congratulate those out there who mm-hmm. really made the best of of 2020 yeah. as, as as uh bad for the music industry that it seemed it was mm-hmm. but even on this podcast, we're going to highlight some music that maybe couldn't have existed without it. Absolutely. So Yeah. Yeah. And one of the bands we'll talk about later is exactly in that situation. And also, you know, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, 
we're not only just promoting the ones that are hardworking and putting out stuff. And, and obviously, I think John talked about a little earlier of how we try to promote an artist when it's in, in sync with a release or something that they have going on. But we also, you know, we're here to support all the musicians that have sort of had a huge impact by COVID in a lot of negative ways. And whether that's all their <laughs> events being canceled or whether it's, you know, just from a point of view of they just feel defeated with the pandemic, you know, we, we just want to give a shout out that we're here to support every single musician in this community. Definitely. you uh, The Kingston uh, live music community and the Kingston music community in general, we're a big family. Yeah. It's just a bit, you're part of the gang. doesn't exactly. matter how big you are as a band or a single artist or whatever it is. Yeah, there's there's a theme moving forward, I think, in life right now where it's it's all about supporting one another. And I never, I've never taken anyone, in, especially in this community, um, when I see someone that's, that's gaining huge success, mm. I never get jealous of that because the way I see it is that's a huge win for the community. Mm. And that's, that's, that's the, I think the, the mindset that you have to have of like anybody in this, in Kingston, that's getting successful. That's a win for Kingston. Definitely. Yeah. Now we've been blabbering on for a bit yeah. <laughs> and I think that yeah. that goes to show that how our radio show has kind of turned into more of a talk show at this point. <laughs> that's just how we roll. Yeah. But let's roll into the theme of the December podcast, which is highlighting some great music that came out this year, 2020 totally. from the artists in our city. So do you want to, you want to start out with your pick? Yeah. So, um, I came across future of free through Kingston live. I hadn't seen any of their shows before regrettably mm-hmm. because they become one of my favorite bands yeah. of all time, not just out of Kingston. And we had the privilege of talking to Peter on the Kingston live on air radio show. Uh, and he came with a few songs. Oh, a 92.1 FM, by the way, I don't know if we <laughs> mentioned that. And I chose them, you know, because they're they're just a great example of a band that really wrapped uh, uh, that that was wrapped up in a seemingly doomed 2020 mm-hmm. uh, and made the best out of it, really. And and you know, decided to use that opportunity uh, instead of see it as a setback kind of thing. I always say something like limitation breeds creativity. And I'm sure you're sick of hearing that by now. Cause <laughs> it's just no, but it's true, right? Yeah. Like, but yeah, uh, Mantis Creature by Future of Free is my my pick out of the bunch. So if you guys don't know, Future of Free, they did a song every week series throughout the year, which is totally admirable, super cool. Absolutely. Uh, and a lot of work. Ton of work. I don't know if people understand, especially because they've been, you know, social distancing as well. So yeah. they're sending these files back and forth to get these these tracks done, and they turned out incredible. Yeah. And my favorite, yeah, of the bunch is, is Mantis Creature.
So this is a genre that I'm not super familiar with. Mm. Um, so can you probably talk about like some of the inspirations that you saw, obviously, like, like what, like, I guess what sparked this kind of genre for them? And Cause I know you and Peter really connected in a lot of the bands that mm. you were talking about. So I'm show. a huge fan of pop punk. Yeah. Um, and, and, and all, all genres of punk, but I'm seeing a trend in the music industry, even in the hip hop industry right now where punk is becoming, uh, and that pop punk sound that Future of Free uses is mm-hmm. becoming sort of the zeitgeist. So, so Mantis Creature was inspired by a song by the Front Bottoms, sort of inspired by, that's what, what Peter got into is what, what I ended up listening to a song by the Front Bottoms and thinking, wow, this sounds, um, very similar, very, mm-hmm. uh, of the same category and i mentioned it to peter over the radio and he went oh my god man i cannot believe that you just picked the exact song i I was thinking of when i when i wrote this (laughs) and um so yeah we sort of bonded over that uh that song's called montgomery forever it's often the album montgomery forever by the front bottoms great song some more influence that went into this song specifically i thought it was pretty interesting it was a book and a video game the book was the it's called john dies at the end it's a it's a comic horror novel written by david wong and I guess spoilers, but there, there's some uh, hideous mantis creature. Maybe the word doesn't necessarily mean anything, but that's kind of their vibe. Mm-hmm. That's what happens in the book. Uh, and the game, it's a 20-year-old game that came out on the Nintendo 64. So basically, this guy's a major nerd. Um, just kidding, Peter, we love you. <laughs> but it, it's such an interesting combination of influences there. Right. And I've never heard of something. It just was inspiring to me as a songwriter doesn't necessarily come through in the song, I would say, but it does add to the value of it. Absolutely. But other than that, just some fantastic production, fantastic songwriting uh, all throughout. How do you like it, man? Oh, I love it. and I, But I think, like again, going back to what you were talking about, how they, they released a song every week. Which I think as much as like people say, oh, well, you got a lot of time in your hands in COVID, but it's like, but doing that takes a lot of energy out of somebody and a lot of energy out of a group, especially that aren't quarantining together, that are sending through, uh, sending all their files um, out there on Dropbox or however they're, <laughs> they're doing it. And, and putting a song together every Friday is just, and they did that for several months of this whole thing. And and that's, I think that's, again, like, obviously they wouldn't be doing this if uh, COVID-19 didn't exist. But I, I think, again, it speaks to um, how focused they were of just making sure that everyone was bringing, uh, able to enjoy their music. Uh, and one of the things that like, so when I was listening to these songs, so again, like I'm not, I'm not a huge, I, I don't know this genre very well, but I think one of the things that I could relate it back to, have you ever seen the movie Drive? Yes. With Ryan yes, Gosling. Ryan Gosling yeah. So it kind of reminded me of a, like sort of a very similar soundtrack to that, like very synthetic, yeah. like, very like kind of like pop pop to me. And like, I guess, I guess pop punk that I get, that would be the, that's way precisely why they've become one of my favorite bands is because they have such a different sound. Like yeah. they do have an original, especially in the vocals. You can really hear it is every single future free song has this exact same kind of vocal effect mm-hmm. that's sort of 80s i don't know how to explain it but it's really awesome and i i'd love to know how he does it but yeah that may be a trade secret in the band but yeah i think these guys are incredible and uh i think there needs to be more eyes on them and i'm very excited to see where they go from here hopefully yeah. a bit more grungy i'd love to hear a bit more of the punk come out of the pop yeah we'll them. see i mean yeah. yeah like it's very exciting stuff to look out for definitely that's cool. future of free and Reed's pick. So I, I had a couple of picks actually going into this episode. And then 
Miss Emily came out of nowhere and releases this live album. Um, and so this is uh, something that she's she's made had these recordings uh, sitting with her for about two and a half years. And these are six shows that she's performed at the Isabel Bader Center, again, for over that time span. Speaking as Emily, as, as an artist and as a person, I think this whole process of her coming up with this album speaks to her resiliency in a lot of ways. And I was listening to the podcast, the Kings Live podcast, where John and Riley were interviewing Emily. And I think, again, like re- resiliency is the, is the one word that comes to my mind when she's in the conversation is because this is a woman that lived in her car for eight months. Mm. And, and, not, and not that she's suggesting for musicians, hey, if you want to make it out there, like go live in your car. She, th- that's just something that she felt like she had to do in, in terms of, you know, grinding it out of her. She sounds like she's gone through a lot on this record. Oh, yeah. And I think that you said it really hit home for you, which I thought was an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I didn't realize how much I actually miss live music. I think we've been talking this whole time of how much we miss live music. When I say that, I mean a lot of hardships as a musician. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? For sure. Definitely. Yeah. But I, I think in, ter- in terms of for myself, I think when I listen to that album, I didn't realize how much I missed live music until that very moment of like, oh my God. And it was just, and we've talked about this of how it's just the small little things that she put in there of the, the in-between banter and and the shout outs and the crowd just cheering and, and the jokes she would make and just, and just sort of that you listen to something live and it's just not the same as listening to it in a studio. Not that it's not necessarily clean, but it's just, it's raw and it's, it's, it's live. <laughs> Definitely. And, and you know, for a live album, it sounds fantastic. Yeah. I don't yeah, know absolutely. if that's just the ability of the players or just how amazing the Isabel sounds. You have uh, Rob Baker on the guitar. You have Gord St. Clair on the bass. Spencer Evans uh, has a little bit of a cameo in there on a few of her songs. He does, yeah. Uh, Bunny Stewart on the saxophone. Uh, uh, Zach Colbert, who plays the bass mm. uh, on the longtime running uh, cover of The Tragically Hip. And mm. that's just... I mean, to me, that's a huge highlight because, you know, uh, Zach Colbert is a iconic bass player in Kingston. I've had the honor of uh, playing with him in Funkyard uh, and has played with just countless, countless musicians all over town. Um, and what a beautiful cover. Definitely. Yeah. That was the one we played on air. I hadn't even had it in the playlist, but Reed convinced me. Yeah. And that song was a jam for yeah. sure. Um yeah, and so I think, again, so when I go back to speaking about Emily's re- resiliency, she had her studio album planned for coming up, I think it was last spring or uh, last summer, uh, and she also had a big tour planned that was going to happen all over Canada, mm. and I think some of North America as, um, as a whole. Uh, and again, the pandemic shifted her plans and what she was going to do, and she didn't even like miss a beat. She went on the live streams right right away. I like. I think she's one of the musicians in town that has put out the most live streams throughout this whole time. Uh, and then she said, "Okay, well, I have all these recordings here. I might as well make something out of it and make a whole live album." The way you put it sounds so thrown together, but it is an incredible piece of work. Absolutely, absolutely, it is worth putting up there with some. Of yeah, well, best. and and she nip, she she nitpicked these songs to making sure that it's like I want to not only just come up with a live album, I want to come up with a top notch quality mm. live album and it is and she made it happen yeah and it, it's it's just beautiful so consistent too yeah not one song really doesn't show off all of her talents 
to the no, fullest potential. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so, uh, so going down the list of some of my favorites on the album. So it starts off with sometimes it's better to to lose, Love which that is one. maybe which is, my favorite. Yeah, which is just it's a slap. Oh, it, it, it starts off with this hard blues song, and like it, putting on a blues a, a song on any album can be it can be a bit of a challenge because you know it, it, some blues music can sound more of the same, yeah. but this is just hits hard. It's Emily's tone to her voice. Exactly. It's it, the vibrato that she brings the confidence. and the, the, the hard guitar playing by Rob Baker and just the drums and it, it just hits right there. Um, and then another, uh, a cover by Bill Withers, uh, who is he, she has like a very gospel kind of soul element to it, uh, with the backup singers on the chorus, uh, the letter, which was written by Wayne Carson, uh, done by the box tops and covered by Joe Cocker, who, mm. who made it very famous. And so it's, it's a cover of a cover. So that's one of my highlights because I'm such a huge Joe Cocker fan. And I know Emily is too, uh, cry to me, which was a Solomon Burke tune. And it's just a fun song to sing along to. But I think again, uh, long time running uh, as as the duet between Zach Colbert and Emily Fennell. Uh, I think that's just it's such a it's it's like a the most Kingston thing you could put on that album. I think. Does your mother tell you things? Long, long when I'm gone, who you're talking to? She's telling you I'm the one It's a grave mistake And I'm wide awake Driving's ran out Where the man with fingers the sky he pokes it out, pulls it in, and don't know why. It's the same mistake. It's been a long time of running. It's been a Don't go anywhere Just on trips And haven't seen a thing Still don't know where it is And it's the same mistake It's been a
you could pick a favorite no i i love the whole album i couldn't uh, either honestly it's it's tough like definitely the title track or the, the the first track on the record's great uh i really like blue is still blue too oh yeah that one i know for sure that spencer evans is playing yes. piano on there yeah i love the lyrics on that one I think yeah it's so clever and also i used to work on the kingston cruise lines like the thousand island cruise lines on oh, spencer would play and that spencer, all the time like i'm very familiar with spencer <laughs> yeah. and i like my shift was always 10 times better when he was playing. Yeah, like, absolutely. He is a fantastic artist, and his piano playing comes through on this one a lot, and I love it. Another incredibly hardworking musician. I remember one time over the summer, he had He's everywhere. a wedding to play in the morning, mm. a wedding to play in the afternoon, got on the cruise, yeah. uh, probably a shift that you were doing, yeah. and then right after goes to the toucan and plays till three in the morning. That's like a... It's like a 16 hour day of this just playing music vision. and you know, and it's still two 30 in the morning and he's rocking it and out. he's never not rocking it. Never. That's the thing. He's yeah. always passionate and, 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 and just giving it. He's his always all. at 11. The hair's always going. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Love the guy. Great, great, great stuff. Love his stuff. I just want to thank Emily for releasing something like this. And I think the community is really thankful to her too, mm. for giving us a bit of a sense of normalcy. Definitely. In a time that's really not normal right now. Um, so I, I actually brought her album here and she reads off like a little note, uh, like all artists do for their albums. And so I'll, I'll just read it out. Uh, I am forever grateful that a series of sold out live performances at the Isabel Bader Center for the Performing Arts in Kingston, Ontario, over the course of two and a half years, led to what now has been collected and arranged as a full live album. I work with the best humans. I really do. My team, both on stage and behind the scenes, allows me to do what I do. And what I love to do most is perform. Please take a few moments and check out the liner notes of this live album. Every person involved in the making of the record is a superstar in my eyes. Special thanks to the Izzy and every human who buys tickets to my shows. Who knew that a big dream of performing in a beautiful theater would lead to a multitude of live recordings, some of which I now get to share with all of you. So wow, incredible! Yeah. I wish I could clap, but I'm right in front of a microphone, so that would sound <laughs> yeah. absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, well, thanks, uh, thanks for Rob and John for allowing us to have the time to sit down and uh, record this this episode. Yeah, um, we love doing this kind of stuff, and we love shouting out these these incredible musicians who, you know, we're just proud of them for for doing what they do. 
right now and continuing to let's make a shout out to when we put this out to a lot of people we were advertising that we were doing a year-end review um and we had a lot of messages of people uh who wanted to for us to spotlight some of their singles and their their albums that have released and again there's there's so many people that we would love to mention um and and get into in depth but and there's there's so much but i so i do actually want to run down the list of people that took time other day to to send us uh what they've released this year uh so big shout out to colin watts hayes code luscious joe mcleod alex mundy shook planet oakridge avenue shan alcorn jimbo play safe the codas lay soliloquy anthea fever voyager erica lamon moira demarest and your paris uh i wish i could say one thing about each one of those but that would be a whole other conversation right yeah and and again i think it just speaks to like how overwhelming the amount of musicians there are in town and i think this whole year has been um in my eyes has been a big success in terms of it's overwhelming but it's diverse you know it's it's incredibly diverse it's it's absolutely i'm so proud to be in a place where that whole list touches almost every genre that there is absolutely yes so right so thanks for for listening guys and and having us on yeah and i guess now we'll, we'll pass it off to peter and riley this has been kingston live We encourage you to rate us on your listening platform of choice and subscribe where possible. Kingston Live was recorded in Kingston at Titan Sound. Voiceover and technical production by John Sanfilippo. Production and promotional assistance by Jackson Coulter and Reed Cunningham. Executive producer Rob Howard. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at kingstonlive.ca.